The following episode of FOFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. This is very exciting. Uh, returning guest Charlie Clawson, Jack Johansson is back. We are at the back of a great London gig, a comedy institution here in London town called Old Rope, which is basically a new comedy night where people... London's finest comedians come down to try their brand new material. Uh, the construct is there's a giant piece of rope that hangs from the stage, and when you uh, are doing, if you have to do old material, you touch the rope to indicate that you're doing your old material until you get back into the new material you're trying. Jake, of course, is doing the headline spot here tonight, which means that you don't have to do all new material. Do I have to touch the rope the whole no, time? No, you don't okay, have to touch the headline. That just it seems ridiculous. No, for the headline, touch the fucking rope the whole time. That's hard. The headliner doesn't have to touch okay, the rope. Okay, good. That's the rule. The headliner gets to do the material. You touch it once at the beginning and once when you get off, just like yeah. on the tube. Like there, that's yeah. right. Yeah, but if you forget to touch off, you're still technically doing that gig until you oh, touch off. Yeah, right, for the rest tomorrow, of your life. Yeah, well, tomorrow it is all new material. They will be me. able to advertise the whole yeah. time that you are basically... <laughs> <laughs> On still an old rope because he forgot to touch yeah. off the rope. I'm recording it on my phone too, so that'll be good. I'll just keep. I'll just keep. Po- That's what it's going to be. Eventually, the podcast is just going to be live. We're just going to be on all the time. I mean, people I, just be tuning in to you. I mean, to be doing. honest, Jake, I think that we're going. I don't even like having conversations with my friends anymore because every time we say something funny, I feel like we 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 sport mm. that we didn't record it. Yeah, if it's not being recorded, it's really a waste. I mean, I mean, this whole time we we talked. For, we met on the street, right? And that was great. Yeah, but I didn't even want to have a good conversation with you then. No, because but I you do, blew oh, it. It was slightly right. good. It was slightly. a little bit good. I yeah. was actually, I was playing it down yeah. a little. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit good. I was disappointed. When you came hot out of the box like that, I was like, yeah. let's, she, we should wait. You, right, yeah. Yeah. And it didn't seem like you were trying, so that was demoralizing to me. I thought, he's not even trying it's and he's just It's just coming good. out like this. Oh, what am you I know what? Do? I already podcasted earlier today, so I'm probably already, you know, I've got... I mean, my vibe. This is what I've noticed about you. Quantity. You That's what I bring to the table, Jake. Quantity. And you don't stick to any kind of. They come out on Tuesday either, do you? Do you well, just. Here's my thing. Why are we put? I've been meaning to ask you. What is your thing? How do you do that? My thing is that I create this whenever I want, and I put it up whenever I want. Basically, we live in a culture now where people are, like, are, mm-hmm. are viewing things on demand. Right. Like, you look at television. Nobody's watching television when it comes out weekly. No, this is not. literally the industry. We're seeing a traditional industry die because nobody wants to watch something at Tuesday at 8.30, right? Yes. Like, they want to watch yes. things binge on them when they mm-hmm. feel like it. Mm-hmm. And yet, we've invented this brand new technology and this brand new form of art, and we've gone back to some old school way of, like, putting it out regularly. That's not how I listen to a podcast. No. And, and the thing that I get a lot of feedback is like, oh, thank you very much for putting out six because I'm going on a road trip tomorrow. Or I'm like... Do you notice ever... See, I see. I have a podcast too now. Yes. Because yeah, we all have to have a podcast. It's, it's compulsory. And they're much better than... <laughs> it's much better. Yes, it is compulsory. 
fuck. I'd been, I'd been fined so many times for not having a podcast right. that then I finally did get the podcast. Well, that's when you get one. Yeah. I mean, it becomes financially it unsustainable not to, to have one. Yeah, I couldn't The fines build up and you're like, well, I wasn't going to get out from under it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing this well. <laughs> so, uh, but then I look at the numbers. See, I've been trying to just pace myself so that one comes out every week because yeah. if I, because then if it's more than, more than a week, then that's bad. But if it's less than a week, I worry like, oh, I didn't, like I had someone on, they were funny. And then a new one came out two days later. So then the people who just go up and download one, they don't go and get the old one. But you can't live your life for those people, can you? Right. Well, I don't want those people involved. Right. Those yes. people can go fuck themselves, to be honest. Mm. You're either in for the whole thing or you're in for none of it. I, I love often, that. I, I actually, love that. That's my attitude. It's all good. I wouldn't put it up if I didn't think it was good. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't be bother be talking to any of these guests if I didn't think it was worth the audience hearing from these guests. Right. So if you're skipping it, you're fucking lost. That's what I think. You, yes. Yes. You can't, you, you can't blame people who don't show up. You know what the I mean, but you can. Do you know what the interesting thing is sometimes is, and we actually, we were talking about this off eight, so we'll do two things. We'll put a pin in my rookie mistake I made at my gig the other night because it's worth talking about that because you were okay, there. Okay, yeah. Uh, but the second thing that I was going to say is sometimes I'll put out a two-parter. Dave Anthony and I recently did a two-parter and when I looked at the numbers... There's rumors about you and Dave now. <laughs> well, when I looked at the numbers... Mm-hmm. People, heaps more people listen to the second part than the first really? part. Really? Now that I don't That's understand. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. How do you not realize like this is the middle? Right. You need to go back and listen to the other one. It's. Re- I mean, you're not just coming in at Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. surely, are you? Some people are. I guess they are. I mean, and that's. The, <laughs> I think really this now. Hello, Tiffany hey, Stevenson. Hello. Hello. This. You, podcast so everyone knows I'm here. Yeah, please. Hey. hey. Hi. This is Tiffany's well, gig, so by the way, so that she runs. So and show. we've already given some of this. And so yeah. this uh, and Tiffany's been on the podcast this week as well. So this is now this is like one of those see, this is why people have to listen to every episode, or they wouldn't understand the cameo yeah. that has just happened <laughs> in this episode. Do you have time to sit down for a second and have yeah, a chat? Sure. All right, why don't you just sit sure. down next and we can talk into the same microphone? Yeah, we'll sh- we'll share this bad boy. It's like a chain reaction, isn't it? You need to just go on to the next one and the next one. Don't listen to them out of sequence. Otherwise, you'll miss important plot points. No. Oh, oh the, the truth is, I often put them out up up out of sequence. Like I don't oh, follow the sequence; mm-hmm. I record them. Ah, see, that's really cheeky. I like to think it sometimes is a bit like time travel. But that's a bit of puts the lie to what you said earlier that you just put them out because you don't just put them out. Sometimes you wait a day or two and then you put one out that we already have another one. Well, so, sometimes mm-hmm. I also make mistakes, Jake. Which is like on February oh. on February 9th at the Nerd Melt Theatre this year, we recorded the live 200th with uh, my favourite guests because we could get the theatre that night and we could get like the five guests together on that night. But then it took me another two months to actually get up to episode 200. <laughs> so that one just oh, came out yeah, last yeah. week. All right. Oh, excellent. Well, you look recovered from your jet lag. So if you are listening in order, you'll know that Will's had really bad jet lag. Yeah, finally. Like, I, like literally, it's my last day here and I finally feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I can't believe. You're leaving yeah. tomorrow. Don't you know the trick when you get here, you just don't sleep until it's bedtime. And then you just gut it out the first day. Yeah. And then you crash hard and you're sorted. Okay, thanks for talking to me like I'm an alien who just came to Earth. I, I, I didn't well, what sleep. What did you do? I didn't did sleep until about the Thursday of that week. I try, like I did that, but my problem wasn't the like going to sleep. My problem was that that I would wake up like an hour and a half after I went to sleep, and I would be wide awake. Mm. Well, you have to just lie back down. You have to put yourself back down like you're a child. Go. Honey, it's not morning yet. You have to go back to sleep. You should give yourself some cowpole. Do you have that in Australia? Hang on, what is that? It's like kids' medicine. Cowpole. It's like syrupy medicine for kids. It's really good. I know what's in it. Like ibuprofen. Like kids. I'm not 100 percent on the accent. Is that C O W P O L C A L P O L cowpole? 
Oh, oh cow pole. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it had or a cow, cow in it as or well. Cow pole. Cow pole. Cow pole. So you just take a couple of spoons of that and then just call someone to come around, rub your back. And uh, mm. and put you down in your cot. Okay, see, like I, I love <laughs> that. Every, right. every, I'd love that. Do they have? Can you get that here? Is there like an Uber of that? That's a service. Yeah, yeah I, There's, I, I bet there is a, a, a British service where like there'd be like lots of British politicians who want somebody to come and put them down like a mm. baby, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'd probably want to wear a nappy as well. Let's move on. Uh, so here's yeah. Well, and everybody's been giving me these suggestions, and I mm-hmm. understand all that. But what I need to point out is I haven't been trying to be holier than thou. I've tried to drink myself to sleep. I've used sleeping pills. I've taken like Nurofen plus pain killing pills. I've done like every single version of things that I thought might help me sleep. Oh, do you know what would help you sleep? Um, just watch an interview with Lewis Hamilton. It's the most boring thing you'll ever watch. You'll be off in five minutes, honestly. Uh, the race car driver? Yeah, he's yeah. the most. He was on TFI Friday, which is a show that we had here back in the 90s, which is a great show, has to be said. It is, watching it now, you feel quite nostalgic. It is are, very 90s. Are people still going on a show that's from the 90s? I mean, uh, well, they, you, they air the repeats? Well, they revived it. They revived it. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was time travel. Yeah, going back yeah, yeah. I'm, you told me you were a Doctor Who fan, right. but this is blowing my mind. Well, they revived it for like, uh, I think, it was Friday just gone um, and they revived it to do like a 20 years anniversary or something and so it's the show that famously had segments like this show doesn't have time for and then it would bring Samuel L. Jackson on uh, and then he'd go so I want to talk about my film they go sorry Samuel we haven't got time and then he goes right and they would do stuff like that oh, uh, but, but all of the celebrities were really into it and there were loads of great people on the show on Friday of this one-off revival of it right and then at the very end Chris Evans the host decided to interview Lewis Hamilton, who is the most boring man alive. He's so dry. He may be able to drive a car, but he is a boring prick. And the discussion they had, the hot discussion that they had on this Friday night entertainment show was contract renegotiations. How Lewis Hamilton left his manager and is now managing himself. And, Mm. you know, they say that television isn't relevant to the masses anymore, but I think the two millionaires discussing that on Friday night would disagree. Well, I have to admit, I am curious now about race car contracts, like what's included and what's not included. Uh, yeah, is there like a, some sort of death liability? Was there? Like, I mean, what did what was the nitty gritty? What did you actually find out? Uh, I, I literally uh, went straight into a deep, deep sleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess being a race car driver, you rarely get time to like. I mean, it is a kind of a, if you're driving long distances really quickly by yourself. In a circle. I mean, you're not really going long distances. You're going, you're driving a long way, but you're within a mile of where you started the whole time. Right. It's not a career that somebody who has great conversation skills probably chooses in the first place, right? Even when he does his comms with his driver, because you know mm-hmm. sometimes when you're, you're, you're watching the racing, you'll hear them in comms. His comms are really boring and he's really whingy and moany. And he's like, <laughs> but, I'm coming around. My arms hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Mom, please. yeah, my arms. Are- oh, there was one where he actually went. <laughs> my rear ends all over the place, and I pissed myself because I don't think he had any idea of how that sounded. My rear ends all over the place. Then someone's right up me. See, but- I, I think if I was a race car driver, that would be my shtick. I might not be a great race car driver, but I think I would be able to make everything sound like innuendo. Oh, you know, yeah, just your every arms oh, would be quality. You know, right? I think yeah. we're burning rubber. You know, like that'd all be. It'd be like a carry-on movie. This is this should this is how you should do your next flight. Uh-huh. You should just record the whole flight, just a non-stop blather. Get a headset, 
hook this thing up oh, just like we were talking the on. whole flight. I could do talk that Talk it too. out. I could really do <laughs> yeah, that. Talk it out. Yeah. Oh, Nine-hour uh, podcast <laughs> calm line. I think You'd be down to I pissed myself and my rear ends all over the place by the end, I think. I Here's what I think about that because I have actually had that thought and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I could do one on the plane but then I thought, well, it'd be annoying to the person next to me, right? So maybe I could just like sneak into the loose every now and again and like just do a bit of the podcast, like sort of do an update sort of thing, like Bog-cast. a mile high. Yeah. Podcast, yeah. A what cast? A bog cast. That's bog. A, yeah, yeah, the bog. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know that bog. one. Yeah, we love that one. <laughs> I know that one. I love this. How long is it since you've been to England, Jake? Well, I was here... I've been here a, a few times. The last time I was here, I, I did a corporate thing that was out by the O2 arena, and I met my wife's ex-mother-in-law, or ex-stepmother that I told you we stayed with for a couple of right, days. Right, yeah, yeah. To go to a show and whatnot. We, but that was, okay, so that was Jerry Springer, the opera. No, that was the time before. I was here and I saw that. So that'd be... 2005, 2004? Maybe something like that. Two, yeah, 2003, Was it four. when the Magna Carta was signed? And then that? I might be... <laughs> I think my understanding is that was earlier. <laughs> I mean, I've just... I've just been to the uh, Tower of London and a lot of shit happened right. a long time ago. I can uh, yeah. tell you that much. Yeah. It's been a museum so long that now when they talk about the history of the Tower of London, a lot of it is about the history of... This is how the museum lo- used to look 500 <laughs> years ago. It's a history oh of the God. museum. Yeah. yeah. They have the history a, of the history. They actually have a display of all the guides that have, you know, the guidebooks that you'd get when you came to the museum. And some of those are 200 years old. It's very meta, isn't it? Well, I, I, yes. I, I don't think it yes. should be in the same place. I think there should be a separate museum about the museum. Like wow. next to it, do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, like, I and do then, too, but who, where's the room for that? Do you know what there should be? There should be a separate podcast about this podcast. I mean, I've, oh, there is. About that's that the one podcast. I do. Yeah. yeah, that's mine. That's my one. I kind of feel like this one is it. I feel like this is like uh, faux fault with guest host Tiffany Stevenson. I feel like this has turned into like uh, you know uh, what's one of those British shows like uh, Never Mind the Buzzcocks where they get a guest host in. I've liked this. Yeah. You were actually interviewing Jake. But yeah, just hopping in, mm. just hopping in. I, I I have to buzz off in a minute because oh, okay. I have to I have to get everything ready. But I'm very excited about seeing Jake. Um, I've been. Oh, I hope it's going to be all right. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been so uh, excited and kind of apprehensive. Will is international. You're over the pl- all over the place all the time. But this is my. You know, I have. Uh, the last time I was here it was a long time ago. The world stands up. It that show when I did that. It people were mad about the Iraq war. The the George Bush. The first time. Yes, Tony. No, the, the second one. one. I think second it was the second one, one the Tony Blair one. Well, the good news is they're yeah. still mad about the Iraq war. Right, but that but was not my fault. I think that's been cleared up now. <laughs> there was, at the time, I was time? He- ridiculously held responsible right. for that, you know, when I was introduced for this televised comedy show. And it was like I started off in a hole, and I just wanted to make a joke about Starbucks. And boy, it was trouble. Wow. But now, so. This is fun. You'll play, play, play. I mean, tonight I'm trying out stuff for the weekly because I'm doing that on... Recording that on Wednesday morning. The Australian show, The Weekly. Yeah. So this is literally anything goes in this room. And what's lovely is the comics often sit on that little sofa around the side there or hang at the bar. And Rich Hall will be there in his 10-gallon hat. And my friend Stu, who's already here, one of the other comics who's on tonight, Stuart Black, said um, it's it's there's a special thing about when Rich Hall comes to Old Rope because it doesn't feel like Old Rope unless Rich is at the bar with his hat tipped with a pint. It's It's like the crows being at the Tower of London. Mm, well, I do know the about crows, the crows. The ravens. The, the ravens. It's the ravens. God, it I'm is. It is ravens. But they're my similar. Own, my own Tower of London history. I should have gone to the museum about the museum at the Tower of London. I would have known that. 
I can tell you right now that the crows are currently being kept in cages, whereas they usually are allowed to roam free at the tower, but uh, there's a lot of construction going on, and they're worried that the construction is going to spook the crows or that, you know, to be bothersome, so the crows are now caged, and there's seven rather than six. Do you know what? They hold a grudge as well. I don't know that I'd want to put one of those things in a cave. They're cage? smart. Cave even. Crows are or smart. A cave. Cave or a cave. You know, yeah, crows I think are thinking about bats now. No, 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 crows. So they're, well, it's actually, it's actually these are, ravens. They're, these are ravens, right, yeah. They're but ravens, what, yeah. I, But ravens and crows are from the same family, aren't they? Mm, I don't know. They're this, black this bird is, family. Oh, this is, black, now, this feels very birds. racist now. Like we're saying, oh, you know, they're the same, right? Ravens oh. and crows. They're exactly the same. I mean, I can't tell them apart, right, guys? <laughs> All I'm saying is they should both go back to their own countries. We agree, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait. Hang on, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they have, they have, like, they, uh, crows definitely recognize facial features and hold grudges. Oh, is that really true? Yeah, yeah, they're like really super intelligent birds. And ravens, more so, we'd say. Yeah, probably And more they so. eat blood, they have to soak their food with blood. They eat meat and blood, these ravens. They're not the type of pet you'd get for a child. No, no, they're a bit, they're a bit ruthless. They yeah, like your magpies. You know those. Mag- what are your mag? Your magpies in Australia are different to the ones. That, here. Well, they steal magpies. Yeah. Like uh, you know, and I don't think that's just an Australian thing. Are there other birds that steal? I know magpies steal. I don't think that that's just an Australian. Well, I, thing. I hope not. I hope the British didn't send their convict birds over <laughs> yeah. to Australia, and the that's how magpies all, got the there. The birds are all criminals too. That's my understanding. Yeah, magpies are criminal crows that were sent to Australia by yeah. the English on the boats with yeah. the original convicts, and not just because they were black. It was because they'd actually right. done something. Yeah, they birds. stole yeah. a loaf of bread. <laughs> to eat. All right, right, well, you've cleared that up. You go and do what you need to do. That's good. Well, look at that. That was good, see? Yeah, that's a lot of weight That's why we need to be recording at all times. That's basically what would have happened. That could have happened. That could have just happened. And people, that is what will happen next though, isn't it? If people can just live stream you 24-7, because that's all really Instagram and like Twitter and all these things are. You know, we're getting close to the idea that you just will, you can just like, I'm going to buy a subscription to Jake Johansson and it means they can just pop in, they can see your gigs, they can, you know, whatever, right? Well, that's, they don't care about that. They just want to watch you brush your teeth and get drink shots or something. Do you, have you watched Periscope? Do you? So I, I, oh my God. Tell me what it is. I don't, I've Periscope. seen people talk about it, but I just, you know what? I'm not sure I have room in my life for one more thing, but explain it to I me, I know Jake. I don't, but now I'm sucked okay. in. So All here's right. what happens. Yes. First, I, I read an article on the internet that Twitter has started their own Periscope, which is a version of a thing called Meerkat that someone else was doing, but Twitter wanted to have their own one okay. that's called Periscope. So All you right. go on, you live you live broadcast yourself on your phone. You get the f- facing you camera. Go, hi, it's me, and Jake, and I'm here hear you. with Will. They can hear you, and they can see you live, and then they can type little hellos and push a thing that makes hearts appear on the screen. And people are now watching and communicating, and then so idiots are just talking to the people who are watching them. It's, it's And how do people know that you're doing something? Do you just say, I'm about to do a Periscope You turn your alerts, you t- your alerts on. It sends out a tweet and alert. I, I have the audio off, so I just signed up to it to see what it was like. Right. <clears throat> I turned the uh, Harlan Williams. He's at it all the time. Okay. Well, and he's yeah, just because he's brilliant right now. That's he's, why. He's, well, he's I mean, brilliant. I would watch him do something twenty four seven. I don't yeah, mind what it is. Well, you haven't seen. Okay. You see. <laughs> you see a few of them, and then you're like, I right. know what he's up to. It's okay. not for me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's too much. 
It's too much. But I can't stop following him because he's following me. I oh, think. Yeah. I'm not sure if Harland is, but there's someone else on there who I followed, and then I saw he was following me, and I barely know him. But then I was flattered that he's following me, but then he's periscoping a lot. And I yeah. thought, wow, geez, I, just, I can't. That's a tough moment in your life, too, because there's some people. In fact, I had one of these just today, and I, look, it's, it's, it's one of those things. There's a couple of them out there. Uh, that uh, people that I very much admire who follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And what my big thing, and I know I can name them, Jim Gaffigan, uh, mm-hmm. people that I'm surprised that follow me on Twitter. These are my surprise ones that I'm excited about. Jim Gaffigan, uh, Patton in- Oswell, and mm-hmm. uh, Greg Proops I discovered today because he sent me a direct message. I was like, oh, oh Greg Proops must follow Greg. me. He's and- still not following me. So I'm excited about all those things. I saw him last But night. what I cannot do after that is ever check back to see if they are because... Or it hurt your I was, feelings. Yeah. I was I, fine when they weren't... Like, if they didn't follow me, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But if I know they've followed me and then stopped following me, that's going to kill me. I had that happen. Yeah. It hurt my feelings. That, it does, and right? And I wonder what you did. And I think maybe sometimes it's the other person who's just like, oh, this is too much. I can't listen to all these people at one time. But also... Who cares? But also care. the other thing I would say is, like, I tweet a lot about Australian news and gigs and stuff like that. So I could totally understand if Jim Gaffigan or Patton was like, fuck this shit. I don't need to be hearing it's about... Like, it's a lot. Like, I get it, but it is still break my heart Mm, so i I don't check back in (laughs) (laughs) well that's the best because it's like the cage bird i mean the no it's like the schrodinger's cat isn't it like until i know that they've stopped following me they are still following me i just assume everyone's following me yeah until i find out they're not and if i never look at their tweets i never find out they put it right at the top how about oh so what periscope does is they put this thing on at the end that this is your retention this is how many people you retain from when you started to when you end your periscope it's completely the worst like really i'm supposed to be self-conscious now about a thing that I just threw away, to, it disappears after 24 hours on the internet. I'm supposed to be worried about how many people paid attention? Right. I just, come on. You've, That's, it, we yeah. can't have that much self-analysis. Thank you, self internet, analysis. for inventing something else for me to feel terrible about. Oh, this, would you know, <laughs> do you know in the U.S., they're now looking at your Twitter followers to decide if they're going to cast you in a TV show? Like, how many Twitter followers? Oh, he's he must be good. He's got this many Twitter followers. We should put him in our sitcom oh. or our movie or whatnot. Well, I have heaps of Twitter followers. You so do. Maybe I, mean, I should be look, getting some more opportunities. Maybe this will be good for me. I'm not. I don't take this the wrong way, but that could be why Patton Oswalt is following you because he saw how many people were following you. Right. And he said, "Well, I must be missing something." Get on board. Yeah. Well, well that's plus, okay. I mean, you I'm know him. That. That's the other. Yeah. Well, thing. I do now know him. Know now I know him. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't know him well enough. I was still happy that he followed me. It was still in that zone. Even if it's a courtesy follow, it still feels good. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I'm, happy it. It. I'm happy with a courtesy follow. I'm happy with. I'm happy with a pity follow. <laughs> I'm happy with an out of obligation follow. I'm happy if someone's following me just because they think they should, rather than they want to, because that shows at least a minimum amount of respect that they think they should. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I'd like to make an announcement yep. right now to everyone who's listening to this. I'm going for a pity follow. That's what I'm right. after. That's that's the only real followers that I want. Right. So that's, if you're listening to this and you're not following me, yeah. I don't want to beg, but I will. Oh, no. I mean, I think begging is the perfect way to get a pity follow. Surely. Follow me. Tell me that you're following me, and then I will thank you. <laughs> On Periscope, if you want. I'll just I'll devote a whole Sunday to reading on Periscope all the pity follows that is I got on Twitter. Is anybody doing a good Periscope? Like who's like what 
you know, is there someone that's like the hot on Periscope? Because you know, like no. say Rob Delaney well, was great on Twitter and it like made him a big star because everyone like he's the funniest guy on Twitter and like suddenly everybody knew who he was. Is there like a funniest person on Periscope? Well, is I'm there... not an expert on that because mm. I've only well, but you're I've an only expert in this podcast you yeah. are. I've only really <laughs> seen things that seem pretty pretty kind of self indulgent. Like, hey, you're. You're a fan of mine, so you care about me talking to this person at this bar after the show. And from that standpoint, it's it's voyeuristically, you know, you can get sucked in. And if you, then you start watching strangers because all the all these other people on Earth are also doing shit without being creative. They're just talking to their friends or smoking weed or doing lines of coke or whatever they're doing. Okay, here's what I'm thinking then, Jake. Uh, you must see dicks, right? Because normally when ordinary people get involved in the internet, it, it becomes about people's dicks. I wouldn't blame that on ordinary people, but uh, right. I mean, I think... <laughs> I mean, non-celebrities I think that's everybody. Is, I well, mean, everybody, but I think celebrities maybe... Well, not all celebrities, obviously, but some celebrities are less, are probably a little more paranoid about putting their dick mm -hmm. on the internet. Yes. Right? I have not seen that on there yet, but I'm sure it must. I mean, look, I feel like there's a lot of lonely people in the world, and... A lot of lonely people's first reaction to someone's looking at me is, check out my dick. Well, that was chat you roulette, know? right? Chat roulette was always just, oh, look, there's someone's dick. I, someone I, dick. Snapchat was like, there's someone's dick. There's someone's dick, right? Although someone told me I should I should sign up for Snapchat. Well, apparently it's got, th I've heard it's got through the dicks and come out the other side. Now this is, now I don't want to do bits on your podcast. Well, but this no, is, I mean, we're live periscoping this right, though, so. <laughs> So I sign up for Snapchat, uh. because this is also a true story. I sign up for Snapchat, and then Snapchat says, um, you know, be, because I thought it was a thing that people were just sending each other pictures of their genitals, and right. I'm not into that. I'm past that yeah. in my personal, you know, not to look down on anyone else, but no one wants to see a picture of my balls. I know that. Right. That's the level of self-awareness that I'm at. But also, you're probably at a point in your life and your relationship that no one, that there's probably people in your world who are like, you know what, we'd also prefer you don't show your balls to other people. Well, or... They have told me no one wants to see right. this. You know. <laughs> kind of same thing. Yeah, to it be is, it's similar, <laughs> similar, but they're slightly different. I would make yeah. a distinction. No, it's true. So, um, <laughs> same result, but maybe yeah, different yeah, intent. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not only, not only do I think you shouldn't do that, I also think even if people we were not like together, no one wants to yeah, see that. No You've got better things it. to yeah. be showing people. Yeah. Um, so, but then I did this acting job. And I was, there was a young actress in it, and mm. she said, you know, you're in social media, you should be on Snapchat. And I knew that she didn't want to see a picture of my balls, so right. I thought, I should sign up. And then when you sign up, at the end it says, do you want Snapchat to send an email to all your contacts to let them know you're on Snapchat? And I was like, well, yeah, why don't you send them an email that says I'm a pedophile? Right. It'd be a great idea. That is exactly it. No, so I, I don't said, want... No, don't do no that. No notifications. But then when you go into Snapchat, it seems to me... Now, I can't figure it out. And I don't consider myself an old person. I signed up for fucking Snapchat, and I right. know more about Periscope than you do. No. So. I mean, you're, to me, you're, you might as well be Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I invented a new personal computer. Um, so... I get in there and I can't... Often when I talk about these things, I don't know if you've ever seen the television show CSI uh, Cyber. It's their new spin-off. But no. basically, I love... My favorite thing about these TV shows is they can't use the actual... Yeah, they, they'll want to do a storyline around Tinder or Facebook or whatever. But because they don't want to say Tinder or Facebook or whatever, they always have made up some TV writer's version of those names. Oh, is that so true? So it's always like, oh, let's Google this. It's my favorite no. thing. My favorite no. thing are the dumb nicknames they come up with. Like, in, oh yeah. my god! But that's how I sound when I talk about the internet. Everything's the dark web to me. What's the name of the show you just described? CSI Cyber. Is it real? Is it in the United States? Yeah, or is that only it's Australian. A, it's a CSI spinoff. It's like uh, it's Patricia Arquette's in it. <sighs> 
I know who that is. Yeah. I have so... <laughs> How old people have conversations. <laughs> oh, I've heard of that. I know who that oh, person the is. The bus goes by with an ad for a movie, and it's like a hot chick, another dude, and some other hot chick. And I'm like, I don't know who any of them are. I don't know who the hot chicks are. I've stopped trying to keep up. Well, you're up to date with Periscope and Snapchat. I yeah. feel like that's pretty good, actually. But uh, the CSI internet or whatever it's called, this sounds good. But it's I, not who's good. Got the time? No, who's it's got terrible. the time? I'm busy watching Bird Kreischer podcast. I, I, po- I, Periscope. I enjoy um, these things when they, any TV show, any of those procedurals, and it's always your, like, uh, your Law and Orders or any of those sort of like standard ones mm-hmm. that are on all the time that are ripping things from the headlines. So they can't use the exact same thing, but they're really doing it. Right. I was watching an episode of a television show called Blue Bloods the other night, which is just a TV procedural that stars Tom Selleck. And uh, they wanted to do a storyline around Banksy, but instead of like saying Banksy, uh, their artist who was doing all this stuff was called Spanky. Mm. Yeah, I love when they just uh, change it. Like it's just a oh, it's that artist everyone knows, Spanky. I'm like, just say Banksy. Like I, know, I mean, is it well, really that different? To- you know, this is the thing. <laughs> then people will sue you for publicizing them. Right. I did a special, which is available. Um, What's it a, called? It's called I Love You, and it was on Showtime. And then when it came out, and I self-produced it, and mm-hmm. they paid to have it on Showtime. And then when it came out, I said, Well, I want to. Can I get a copy of the logo? Do you have a nice, clean, high-res copy that I can print on the box as seen on Showtime? And they said, well, no, you have to pay us to put as seen on Showtime with our logo on the box because we're helping you sell it. And I said, no, the only people who are buying this are people who are standing at a card table after a show that I just did. Right. No one is No, no one, one is from going, Showtime's like, there. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to buy all the things that have been on Showtime. Right. And so... Um, <laughs> I have... An exhaustive collection of Showtime yeah. stuff, and this—I'm a completist. But they said they said you can't put the logo on there, and I said, "Are you kidding me? You're going to sue me for telling, uh, putting a true fact as seen on Showtime?" And they go, "You can say as seen on Showtime." And I go, "Can I use red? Can I use red letters on the box?" And they said, "Yeah, you can. Can I use a similar typeface?" Sure, sure, like okay. but not the exact same. All one. right, all right. Which doesn't even make sense what they're doing anymore. So, I go. I sign up for Snaz Chat. Yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and it's I don't send out the email and then I go on there and there's no way to see other people on Snapchat. It's not like Twitter where you can look at other people and then say, oh, I want to I want to be exchange snaps with you. It's for people who already know each other. So I don't understand how it would be useful for me. So then mm. I then I then I typed in Amanda Palmer's name because I'm a kind of a, a recent okay. fan of Amanda okay. Palmer's. Good. That's a good. That's a good. Yes, and well she's done. all over so- social Excellent. media. And also she, sounds like somebody who would do good s- Snapchat. Amanda so, Palmer. so I, I friended, I, I did whatever you do to I put her in my list of let me know when she does yeah. a public thing. And so far, I'm very intermittent when I go on, and they disappear after a day. So if you're not there within a 24 hours, you don't get to see what they did. But I go on, and then all at once says, Amanda Palmer's on. Do you want to Snapchat with her? And I go, I don't really know Amanda Palmer. I get off there as fast as I fucking can, just in case I'm almost in a Snapchat with Amanda Palmer. Right. So what do I really want? I don't, I don't know. even know. I don't know. See, that's... I had I was single for a bit, and I went on Tinder because that was what people were doing. Mm. Everyone's like, "You've got to try out Tinder." I was yeah. on it for like four days, I think, a grand total of four days. Uh, I firstly discovered I'm just too old for Tinder. Secondly, I discovered, you know what? Just the picture of me—that's not my strength. I'm really, you know what I mean? Like, no one becomes a stand-up comedian because they're good at getting girls just by looking good. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> There, well, there are people who, there are those guys, but I, 
I've, I was always the guy who, like, if we went out after the comedy show to another place, yeah. if there weren't people there who had seen the comedy yeah. show, there's no, no way I'm getting no, laid. No way. There's no way. No way. In fact, in fact, the conversations would be slightly demoralizing because, because the subtext would sort of be like, uh. why are you still talking to me? Right. Yeah. It'd you know? be like bringing you back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it I don't want that. Let's just stay it here at the my club. Feelings. Yeah. When I'm, I've got my superpowers. I'm actually a celebrity. Yeah. I'm a famous person in that room right across the street. In that room, yeah. everybody knows who hey, I am. A minute ago, I was Superman on Earth, and now you've taken me back to Krypton, yeah. where everyone's fucking Superman. <laughs> All the people who want to have sex <laughs> and with me. I'm just like, a, I'm actually like a dumb guy on Krypton. I'm like an average guy on Krypton. And for yeah. a minute, I was on Earth where I had superpowers, and you've taken me away from that beautiful sun yeah Terrible. no I, I hear you so i was only on for four days but one of the things that also struck me like you were saying about snapchat mm -hmm. is that when you sign on because you sign in through your facebook uh so oh big mistake well that was the only way that it was able to i oh, didn't, right, know, I, it, I didn't oh, know how oh, to do it i think they've got well, some agreement they, yeah, all, yeah they you know, have to because it has to with each other it has right? to link to your social and media and to be right. verified or whatever mm -hmm. but it said so it then shows you which of your friends are also on Tinder, and I didn't want that. Ooh. I didn't want to know. Dudes? I, and I didn't want your them to know. dude friends? Well, dude and men. Yeah, like all of it. These are your friends who are also like using this app. And I'm like, no. This was something uh, like private that I wanted there was, to... Well, what if there were glasses <laughs> that we could put on right now and look around the room and see like, who's on Tinder? Who's on Snapchat? Who's... Oh, yeah. Well, there probably is. Well, that's what Google Glass was going to be. That was a moment where everyone was going to be wearing these like glasses that were you could look at the internet or... But where did that happen? Where did Google Glass oh, go? What Wasn't that going to be the biggest thing in the world, Google Glass? I think it went wrong. I think everybody What's... realized... Well, it's like talking on the, on the plane on your cell phone. Everybody acts like, why can't we talk on the plane right. on our cell phone? And the reason is not because of some technological thing. No. It's because it's annoying. someone would get punched in the head w within the first five minutes right. of them passing that law. Nobody wants, like, the person next to you to be talking at all. Because no one talks at a normal level. Like, I mean, if they, get, if they get mobile phone technology to the point where you could talk like this on a plane and it would perfectly go through to the person you were talking to at the other end, then mm -hmm. maybe you could do that, right? But people can't do that. They don't have that kind of self-control. No. I was just riding over here on the bus, which this, okay. On so, the bus? Well, we're in London, so the I don't have a car. Right, but I, I thought maybe the tube, but you got the bus. I had to bus to the tube, the place where I'm staying. Okay. All right. On the other side of Battersea, uh, anyway, it's far. You have to sure. take the bus to get to the tube okay. to then come here. Right. And it didn't take long, and I've kind of figured it out, so I'm not nervous about it. I have one of the car the Oyster card. I know how to do it. But I'm but you got to get on the bus first, and it's packed. And I could not believe the amount of douchebags on the phone on the bus. Like, get off the. We're you're standing right. I'm rubbing up against I'm right you, here. and I got to listen to you talk about your so and so won't do this, but he will do that. Please. I don't want that. I my, don't want that in my life. And although, then, my dear friend Wendy Wason, who, was, who I podcasted with this afternoon, which will be the podcast that people hear immediately before this podcast, so mm -hmm. it'll be in contact. She said, there was a story I didn't get to tell you on the podcast because we went and had a meal afterwards. And she said, I was coming on the public transport and the, the girl next to me said, and this, this was her overheard conversation, she said, oh, come on, I gave you two blowjobs. Now, she didn't know what the rest of that conversation was, but that's a good overheard. I mean, if people are going to be that entertaining. It is good. But if I heard that, I would have to say, and then what happened? Yeah. And what did you get in return? Well, I think this was the whole point of the conversation. She was, from what I, Wendy's like interpretation of what she'd heard was, this person was clearly asking for something in return for the two blowjobs. Right. I don't know what, but. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where blowjobs are great. They're great. Oh, yeah. 
but they're not worth what they used to be worth. No. You know? uh, yeah, I mean, right. I'm married now too, so right. I can probably I can kind of negotiate a blowjob if I have to. I shouldn't be saying this. If my wife found out I was saying this, I would get shut down forever. It's okay. She does yes. not. She's uh, actually. I'm, oh, oh, uh, sorry. I just turned on Periscope and she has been watching this Dude, entire conversation. She which... doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she follows me on Twitter. I'll be devastated yeah, I if believe she it. stops. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> When I said you were going to be here, she was excited, like, oh, maybe I'll come down and I'll, I'll watch that show. Because we didn't get to see you after your show. Right. Now we're circling back to we your can, show. So yes. we came to see your oh, show. Oh, that's good. At so, the Soho Theatre in Interestingly London. enough, and people have kind of been following this journey because I've had a mental breakdown. And Tiff was absolutely right. It's so weird that the, uh, this is my last day here and I finally feel great again. Like today, I could stay for another two weeks. I'm finally back in my rhythm. I'm finally feeling great all the time. But for the last two weeks, I've been going through this weird mental breakdown that I've been aware that has been happening, but at the same time, not been able to control. And that's a weird mm -hmm. thing to be going through because I consider myself to be a person who's very self-aware and a person who's like aware of my faults and able to go oh this is what you're doing right now but you came and saw the show the other night and i almost had a nervous breakdown on stage now it wasn't a terrible show part of i mean most of what was happening was happening inside my own head but i loved what you said because you said it was a rookie mistake which is exactly what it was i did that thing where i was projecting my thoughts on an audience that wasn't really experiencing the same thing as I was experiencing. Is that correct? Is that a fair uh, like, yeah, thing to say? Yeah, the way that I always describe it is uh, you see all your shows. Right. You're, yeah. you're an attendee of all of your shows. <laughs> and so you compare all of your shows to all of your other uh -huh. shows. And most of the people in the audience are seeing one of your one. shows. And, and not this even, is the one that they're at. And not even probably like one every year. Literally one. Could be one. Could be one Could ever. be one. Could be that one ever. And so... <laughs> First of all, you can't tell by their response. You know, you're judging, okay, the best response I've ever gotten. Right. Let's say that's an 11, because we're not even going to call that a 10. We're going to say the best that I usually do, that's yeah. a 10. And so these people, to me, seem like a 5. But to them, they may think they're watching an 11. Absolutely. They, may, they, don't, they don't know. I mean, so even you can't, me. You like, can't get into that thing of deciding how they feel. And then sometimes when you say on stage, like, oh, that joke didn't go over, you're not really liking me, then they go, no, wait, we do like you. Maybe we don't. Is this not as good as I thought it was? Absolutely. But that didn't happen. I don't think that happened to you. No. I think they were loving you from the beginning. I know. I think it was mostly me. And this is the worst thing about it, because I'm normally hyper aware of that. In fact, people have heard me talk about on the podcast before that, you know, that one of the things I really strive for is to treat every audience as individuals. I went and saw Greg's show, as we like, mentioned. We, uh, you went and saw his, uh, Greg Proops's late show last yes. night, and I went and saw the early one in the afternoon. Because I was sitting up the back, and because it, like I had a show afterwards, I, I mean, I love that show. To see a man on stage by himself like do an entire podcast as a stream of thought, and his grasp on language and the way he constructs arguments and all those sort of things, it blows my mind, right? Oh, the show I, I saw was so good. Yeah, me yeah. too. And But I sat at the back and didn't even really laugh. The iron... And had... And I will tell people about that show for years from now. Like, you know? Well, right. And but so you, can't, like, you can't go, like, if you're killing comedians, if comedians are in the audience laughing, right. it's probably a problem. Well, that's Like, probably you probably true. killed a small, <laughs> you killed an animal, or you fucked a baby, or something horrible happened that only comedians think is funny because it's just so wrong and out of bounds, you know? That is probably true as well. But no, but I, I'm hyper aware of that fact. 
But also, it was just one of those nights. I literally on stage, it was such a weird thing. I smashed my finger, which is something mm-hmm. I've never done before. And on stage, my finger was like swelling, like I thought it was going to explode. And so now suddenly on stage, I'm just holding onto my finger. And again, yeah, like I did da- see that. Dave Grohl the other night broke his leg falling off stage and got it recast and kept going on with the gig. And I've hurt mm. my finger slightly. Like it's not even bandaged now. You did your whole show, to be fair. <laughs> but I was a little surprised... I was a little surprised that when I went upstairs to say hello and tell you how much I enjoyed it, uh, that you were gone to the emergency room already. And then when you texted me and said, oh, I'm actually fine, yeah. and I said, and you said you had insomnia, I was like, we're at a, a Thai restaurant right around the corner that you didn't come back out because uh, you were in your own... No, well, that, what I had done was, because I'd walked to a place to have it looked at because it was this late night place, because mm-hmm. it had swollen so much, it felt like it was going to burst through my skin. I right. was a little worried that I just should... No, no, I totally get just it. Just make yeah, sure I totally that, that get wasn't going to happen. And they said, oh, no, you've just, I, what I've basically done is I've just kind of cracked one of the knuckles and it was just spreading around. So th- there's nothing they can do apart from tape it up. So they taped it up for like a day and a half and then that mm-hmm. annoyed me and now it just kind of hurts a back. bit and I'm fine, right? Like literally nothing. Well, As I messaged to you the next day, I was just being a sook, right? It wasn't any of that. But by the time you messaged me, I would have loved to come and meet you guys, but I had walked so far away from where you guys were to go to this oh, place oh, right. and then decided and then to go back. for more of a walk that I was oh. like I was literally on the other side of London I would have had to get an oyster card and a bus <laughs> to get okay. back and I just did not think I would get there in time I was somewhere on the other side of Hyde Park <laughs> wow really? Yeah. oh you went you well, were walking was, it off you were walking it off yeah, that's an expression is that, yeah. do you that's say exactly that in Australia? Was, but ex- exactly what I was doing walk I put a head, I put my headphones on and I literally was like come on just go for a fucking walk were and, you walking with your fingers too on top of railing yeah. and stuff just to <laughs> one with a limp. literally walk it off yeah, yeah. oh that's the bad well, one yeah. come on and then by the end of it it was like that end scene from the usual suspects it just I, the limp started to go away and the finger got good and it's like ah back well so here's where I was I was in the audience watching your show uh-huh. And then you had mentioned to me, to, to the audience, that I was there. And uh-huh. so, so maybe you were self conscious about it. But then I thought the show was going well. And I thought, is he trying to, to do a mind trick on me to make me believe, like, this isn't even a good show? Because uh, no. I'm in the audience thinking, this is a great show. You know what I was trying to do? Actually, you know what? That's the one thing that I didn't quite work on the night, but I don't mind that I tried. What I try to do in a moment where I'm feeling something. Mm-hmm. is to try to sometimes I think just acknowledging what you're feeling and there was a moment in that show where I wasn't doing a good job and I knew exactly why it was I was like literally like you know what this isn't going quite as well as I would have liked and it's annoying me because there is someone in tonight that I like so maybe if I say that out loud oh that'll kind that of diffuse it it'll diffuse pop the bubble and then I can and I think actually that did a bit mm-hmm. I felt like after that moment I kind of did relax a bit and I felt like the rest of it, I was able to stop thinking that in my head. That yes. Literally in that moment, that was basically, I was like, it's here and you're thinking it already. So just say it out loud and then it's done. And then you can actually literally just go now get back to what you're meant to be saying and do your show. And yeah, it was kind of a weird thing to say, but sometimes I think say the thing that's annoying you or say the thing that you're not concentrating or like let it out of here so that it's just not tossing around in your head. And I did kind of feel like the second half of the show, I relaxed a little bit more and was feeling a bit more like I was in the swing of it than the, oh, the first half. Oh, I thought you were in so, it. Like, I, thought, I thought you were in it as soon as you 
reintroduced yourself, you'd sorted yourself right. out. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's right. It had that start. That's I forgot. That's what you it came w- out, and the lawyers were just sucking came- the energy. There was some. You you went. I was surprised. Like, do you usually do that do, at the beginning of your show? Do you just come out and kind of interact with some people and then get into it? Like no. That? So not always. No. Mm-hmm. What I would say is, if someone does something unusual or there's a moment, I normally try to just take that moment at the start because it normally, like mm-hmm. sometimes there'll be a guy at the bar still or the other night there was someone playing with a chip and normally that's quite a nice start to the show. So this one person was particularly excited, right? So I thought, oh, great. Because normally the one who's particularly excited, like if you talk to them, yeah, they're into the idea of being talked to and all that exciting stuff, mm-hmm. right? You can hear the crowd coming in here. So, you know, at any stage we might have to stop suddenly if they need to use this back room. But uh, um, so I thought, oh, brilliant. Like, you know, this person's obviously into the show. Good mm-hmm. person to just talk to at the start and then I'll get into the right. show, right? And so I asked her what she did. And it's that classic thing. And it's probably the one thing that you don't want as a, like a comedian in that moment is someone who just goes oh you don't want to know no i do want to know just say anything i'm not i'm not gonna just just tell me if i ask your name if i ask you what you do just tell me don't say i don't know or she'll know and then what happened was she went oh i work with these guys and then i went to the next person and asked them Mm -hmm. and they didn't tell me either so suddenly you've like it's like two strikes and you're swinging hard at something and then you get to the third and that was and i thought okay and so that's why I reset. So I did that thing where I went, oh, well, this hasn't gone well. I'm literally going to start the show again. Okay, this is a fun moment. We'll just Which was we'll good. start again, right? Yeah. And that was me. We'll shake it out. I'll forget any of this happened. Like I'm throwing all my tricks at this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you just feel like you're like swinging at everything and not quite like connecting on anything. And so I think from that moment, I was always, you know what it's like. You never want to be in here thinking about how it's going. No, you want to be connecting you want to be with them and in doing the, the joke thing. and yeah. in the moment. And yeah. I reckon the first 20 minutes, I just kept thinking, that didn't go, or, this, oh, or what am I saying? Or, you know, you know when three or four words just come out the wrong way, or like you just haven't set something up right, and you're like, what mm. am I, why is this happening? Off. And then you're yeah. just in mud, and you're like, I can't get out of this fucking hole right now. And of course, as you're saying, no one else knows. It was totally no in one your else head. Knows it wasn't really right. happening. It and wasn't I, really and happening. And I know that too. Yeah. And that frustrates me more. Because <laughs> now I'm having that conversation as well. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. You're better. Well, you had two weeks, which is a massive run. I can't believe that you had jet lag the whole two weeks. It was... It, I honestly don't... I've never felt like this before in my life. Now, there's two things. I have to uh, uh, also say that the thing that I hadn't uh, taken into account... I don't smoke cigarettes, but I smoke weed and I sometimes mix mm-hmm. it with tobacco, right? Mm-hmm. But I haven't been smoking weed while I've been here, which means I also haven't been smoking cigarettes when I've been here. And a friend of mine who does smoke cigarettes said to me on the weekend, you know, you were probably having like a, like a nicotine tobacco withdrawal. How right? much weed are you smoking with your cigarettes? I mean, well, I mean, enough, I mean, enough consistently that if you stop suddenly for two weeks combined with all those other things. Like that, you can get a little edgy and like right. blah blah blah. All right. And so, what about weed withdrawal? Do you think maybe it was? Uh, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, well, the weed would certainly relax me a little bit more about all those other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, all those things, all those. Got things. it. Yeah. There's a lot of factors. There's too many variables. There's no way to really 
break it apart no. and see what happens. I'd, I'd love to know. You're back Wouldn't on track. Wouldn't it be great if afterwards they could, though? Like, I mean, you know, athletes, they've all got GPS monitors and heart oh. rate monitors and stuff. I got Surely one. there's a point you can get off stage and there'll be a spreadsheet and they'll be like, look, you know, you were strong on your setups, but your heart rate really got high early on. And you. <laughs> but a little bit of that goes too far, I think. I think too much of that. I got one of those app things. It fell off. I had a wrist thing that was supposed oh, to tell me like how many. Like a Fitbit or something. Yeah, one but of it was things. another. It was called Mis- Misfit? Yeah. MyFit? Something it was, like it that. It was put together by the people at CSI Cyber. They couldn't yeah, use the, yeah, they yeah. couldn't get the rights to the Fitbit. Yeah, a f- anyway. A fat bot, right? You had the fat bot. I had the fat bot. Yeah. And so the fat bot, not only <laughs> does it uh, tell you how much you walk, but it tells you this is how long you slept and this is how much was restful. But I would look at it in the morning and I would say, well, that's bullshit. I was very, that was a very restful night. You know, I'd wake up feeling like well, that was a good one. I really did a solid no. night's sleep there. And then I'd look at it and go, you were only, that was only two and a half hours of good sleep. And I'd feel like, come on. You know, now I'm mad at it. You know what? That It's interesting how much that, even that perspective will, like, the best thing that I could have done the other night was come and have a drink with you afterwards because I would have talked to you for 15 minutes and I would have laughed Diffused it off it. and felt yeah. completely fine. Yeah. But you go and stew in your own juices about these things and it makes it You went on a worse. massive walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is I'm walking for Australia at the next Olympics. Yeah. And it's yeah, all because of that gig. That is good. I just have to do a really terrible gig at the starting line and then just walk it off. <laughs> you should be raising money for charity. That should be... So there's the regular episodes of Top Up, and then there's the Walking It Off episodes. You know, interesting enough that you say that, uh, like you we talk about like binge listening as we spoke mm-hmm. at the start. I, we got an email just the other day from somebody who's doing the Oxfam 55-kilometer walk, and they have been saving episodes of Top and Fofop to listen mm-hmm. to on the 55-kilometer uh, walk. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Now, that's a lot of You're doing nonsense. your part. I mean, you know, yeah. doing my part for charity. Yeah, you're really yeah. doing your part. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, mean I'm not saying I'm a hero, but I mean... <laughs> someone, let someone else do I that. I guess I'm hero adjacent. <laughs> you don't have time to say you're a hero. Yeah, right. Everyone else, come on. <laughs> I mean, if people wanted to say I was a hero, I mean... Check your favorites on Twitter. Right. That's just... all you got to do <laughs> to know you're a hero. How many tweets of yours have been favorited? A lot. A lot. <laughs> Uh, what's your tell me this what's if you because you've been doing stand up for how many years now 33 years now 33 years 33 what what's your trap if you were gonna if you're gonna get something Uh, wrong what is it I can be guilty of that compare the thing to the other I always have to be on the watch for that compare this crowd to a different crowd or the classic everyone in the place is loving it but there's one guy up front who's Uh, got a brain injury the best and you got a cheap just like, just what about that one? Like you do, you're no. killing, the whole room is loving it, but just, no. you you do, and then you do, you're like, two minutes from now, I'm doing the dynamite. This is the blow up the bridge over the River Kwai joke. Right. And then you look at him and he's like, nothing, and you just want to stop the show. Like, okay, time out. Right. Come on. What is it? Who yeah. are you here with? And that's a mistake too. So then I'll try and of just course. ignore because that guy. I, firstly, he may be like, loving it in his own way mm-hmm. but he might have been dragged along by his girlfriend he had a like, you know, fight with in the car or whatever else my favourite one I had of those was during the Melbourne Comedy Festival front row mm-hmm. father with like a bunch of like daughters mm-hmm. fell asleep fell asleep front <laughs> row 
And then I'm like, I wanted to make fun of him, but then I talked to his daughter and it turned out he was like shift worker and they were such big fans and he'd like driven them all the way to the gig. And I'm like, he's a hero. Let him have a snooze. Not only is he a hero, he's your hero. Right. He yeah. brought all of these people to your show right. when he's completely And he's exhausted. paid. You know what? If the guy wants to have a nap while I shout, that's fine with me. But that's the classic. I mean, all of these now lump into the same kind of idea of like... Why do we assume the shittiest version of whatever's going on? Right. Oh, this is because this person hates me. Right. You know, or thinks, they think I'm racist. You know, it's like, I'm not a racist. You get into this whole imaginary conversation in your head. And meanwhile, right. it's like, man, he just worked 13 hours yeah. and then drove three to bring his daughters to this show. Yeah. And he's tired. Right. Yeah. Let the hero have a nap. Why don't we make up our own, why don't we make up the best possible story? Yeah, it's weird. Well, because then we wouldn't be comedians. Let's be honest. Or would we be? Or would we be even better comedians? You know, you're just on stage and you just assume everything you do is fantastic. <sighs> like, be like nailed it, nailed it. Did you see how soundly that guy was sleeping? I had a crack as an eye. I put him to sleep. He Man. was so exhausted from the first joke, joke that, that he, he had, had to, to sleep through the rest of the show. He'll be back tomorrow night. <laughs> Never slept better. It's all new material to him. To be honest, that would be mocking me during this run. If someone was asleep, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I can't sleep. And You're you jealous. can sleep during yeah. my show? Come on. Uh, Jake, I feel like this room is starting to fill up, so we should finish up in, say, five minutes. But that's good because we've done nearly an hour anyway, so that's well, good. Well, we've talked so much about doing another podcast and having a beer, and now we're doing both I in know. a foreign country for both of us. I mean, that's pretty exciting. But it's itself. exciting for me. Hey, uh, how long are you here in the United, uh, in the United Kingdom? I'm here until July 3rd. And, Not uh, that I'm going home on purpose for the 4th of July, you but are, I just happen you? to be. For my dad's birthday. Is that your dad's birthday? Yeah, that's what America celebrates each year on July yes, 4th, right? it is. Graham it Anderson's is. birthday. Are his favorite colors red, white, and blue? Yeah. Does he wear a powder wig? No. Mm, you should get him one. I'll get him one. He won't understand it, but I'll be like, no. here, here, Dad, don't understand we the We don't reference. even understand powdered wigs anymore. Yeah, what it, why is that? Is it because in the old days they used... Is that... Like what even what was that about in the I first place? I think it was nobody wants to take a bath and it's I think it was some kind of vanity thing yeah, of like right. I always want to look I always want to look good. That's they thought this when my hair is white like this with these curls in it I look right. my best and I can't be bothered to go to the beauty shop every day. I'm running a I'm inventing a whole new nation. Right. So I just have to have a wig that I slap on in the morning and get on my horse and go to work. I mean that makes sense. That's it's my practical, guess. It's practical, isn't it? I don't know if it's true, but that's my guess. No, but I guess that's it. you got to look good and you don't have the time or the energy to be putting into that when mm. you're establishing laws and constitutions and you know, plumbing and you know systems of government that people sure. will misinterpret hundreds of years later for their own agendas. I mean... Yeah, so we're living that. <laughs> we're living that. I don't think I would have time for a wig, though. I couldn't deal with it. The pins? It's got to be the pins, right? Well, first right? of all, I you don't think... you got to pin it in, I, I imagine. I always think I'm going to get a get the right hat. I'm kind of always on the lookout for the right hat that uh -huh. I could wear that would really be this hat. It makes me feel good. It looks good. But then whenever you, I'm wearing have you ever a hat, had success with a hat, my head is hot. My hair looks weird when I take the hat off. I don't. Mm. I don't really like wearing hats. Yeah. And a wig is like worse than a hat because it has all the qualities of a hat, and you're pretending it's your hair. Right. So you're walking around. Hopefully, you're living in the world where you're just like I'm nailing it. No right. one thinks this is a wig. Or you forget. You've even replaced that with just, I'm just living my life. Meanwhile, everybody else is looking at you going, 
that guy's wig is terrible right. and I can't say anything. So now they got to do an acting job and you got to pretend that they're, you're convinced that they don't know that you're wearing a wig. So suddenly it's everything's of, based on a yeah, lie. It's tough. I mean, that's no point. You can't start any conversation with that, can you? I can just barely do my show when it's showtime. I right. can't imagine walking all day long. You're walking around with a wig on doing a show like I'm doing. Nobody knows I'm wearing a wig right now. How, tell me this then, uh, and we should finish, but I'll tell me this. Have you ever worn a hat on stage? I don't think so, unless if it was for some kind of weird yeah, but festival not, thing, yeah. but no. I find it weird. I find people, and again, I don't mean to judge the way that anybody else does comedy, but I, there, I have certain things that like, and one of them is particularly wearing a cap on stage. Can't see your eyes. Don't, yes, don't and know I think I speak for both on. of us. We've got beautiful eyes. Right, and that's, yeah. And... <laughs> They're the, windows to the soul. Us, They're the windows to the soul. Right. And I want to see through your windows. I want to show, hey, have a look at my soul. Right. I've only got 10 minutes. Exactly. So get an eyeful. Yeah, get an eyeful of this soul. Yeah. Jake Johansson, it's a pleasure, mate. Where can people find the information about, you know, you and your shows and how can they buy your special and all those sort of things? Uh, tell, tell people those things. Well, my website is jakethis.com, J-A-K-E-T-H-I-S.com. And then you can link to buy all of the things. I'm at Jake This on Twitter and I've got Periscope. a podcast. They Jake this podcast i think i might be jake i don't know just where are you on periscope because that's what people want to know now i think i've only done two periscopes if somebody wants to send you a picture of their cock oh dude where do they do that please do not send me a picture (laughs) of your cock as a joke send me a picture of a rooster right yeah oh yeah that's good but uh if you can figure out how to do that i'd be really grateful to have (laughs) even one person so i wasn't just taking a picture of myself every morning for snapchat and then having it vanish like if just if i knew that one person was watching i would feel better and please pity follow me on twitter and like my facebook page uh thank you very much mate it has been an absolute pleasure catch my free will tour i'm doing it july 11 at the nerd melt theater in los angeles uh the montreal just for last festival uh july 26 and uh sydney at the Enmore and perth at the uh pcec i'm also doing a week at uh, comedy on state in madison wisconsin it's my first pl- time there so come out and see those shows that'd be really cool too uh jake uh have a great gig tonight mate thanks for all you too <laughs>